Welcome to the Naturally Nourished Podcast that delivers cutting-edge food as medicine solutions for optimal health. Allie Miller is a nutrition expert sought up by the media and America's top medical institutes for her revolutionary functional medicine interventions. From disease treatment to prevention, every episode will empower you with ways to put yourself back in control of your health. Please note, the topics discussed are for educational purposes only. Now welcome, Integrative Dietitians Allie Miller and her co-host Becky Yu. Welcome to the Naturally Nourished Podcast. You are joining us for episode 372, Breaking Down AG1 versus Real Food Green Smoothies. In this episode, we're going to be covering the ever-so-trendy Athletic Greens product that is just taking the health space by storm, and we'll be breaking down kind of pros and cons, as well as what you can do as an at-home real food alternative. Yes, Athletic Greens has been all the rage with influencers touting their benefits and featuring in their daily reels or stories. Uh, Athletic Greens spent as a strategy a lot of their marketing dollars direct on influencers and podcasters. So they've even hit podcast circuit partners like Tim Ferriss or Rich Roll, to name a few. I was actually hit up by AG1 a couple times. Last was this past January, but I never took them up for an offer on product because it just didn't appeal to me. Um, We'll talk about why in today's episode, but big picture, I would be shocked to know if any listener has not heard of them. Um, They're making quite a large impact with 150 million in earnings and evaluated at a $1 billion company just a couple years from their startup. So in this episode, we're going to definitely unpack, like you said, the pros and cons of the product itself, and then really break down if the $90 a month cost is worth it, or if it has any advantages over a homemade green smoothie to begin with. Yes. I have so many clients asking me, oh, can I take this instead of a multivitamin? And I'm like, no, you can't. I'm sorry. (laughs) And 90 bucks is pretty expensive for a glorified smoothie product. Yes. Um, All right. So before we get into all of that, let's just quickly chat updates. So we're hitting you guys the Monday after Thanksgiving, Cyber Monday, if you will. Um, And our registration is open for the 2024 January 12-week Food as Medicine Keto class. Yes. So this program is unique from prior offerings as we're running these 12 weeks as consecutive flowing classes. Historically, we've done this where we have a class every other week. We're still going to keep more of the didactic or educational component every other week where we'll do a deep dive on functional medicine covering topics such as hormones, cardiovascular health, insulin resistance and metabolic health. We're going to dig into inflammation, food sensitivity, leaky gut, dysbiosis, and so much more in between. And that's why listeners and individuals that have participated in this program 
often re-up and repeat because it is a super dense valued product. So you're going to get foundations of functional medicine approaches in all of those areas of focus. We provide you with things like interactive quizzes or protocols to assess different areas of health. So we give you an HPA access stress assessment to understand are you stressed and wired or stressed and tired and how does cortisol impact your blood sugar and so much more. We give you a dysbiosis and candida quiz to understand if your gut microbiome is working for you. And we teach you how to do the probiotic challenge and so much more. So if you've been kind of toggling along with our podcast episodes or watching the YouTube or just passively learning, this is a really great way to invest in yourself in the new year and focus for three months on troubleshooting and seeking the root cause of imbalance in your body or how you can really get to that optimal thrive mode. We provide you protocols based on your goals if they are weight loss, body composition change, or even muscle maintenance or gain. We provide you also tailored protocols if you are a breastfeeding mama or looking for fertility, or if you are newly postpartum and can't restrict as much, we're gonna provide you a various protocol there. Uh, We have autoimmune protocols and estrogen dominance protocols and so much more that can really take just a low carb diet to a functional medicine next level approach. Yes. Um, And then those off weeks, we'll be doing more Q&A, deep dive, troubleshooting. I think that'll be a really fun time also to just talk more food inspiration Mm -hmm. and really try to bring the food goals that we give you each week that are meant to build on each other to life and talk to participants, you know, real time about how are you doing it um, and get some ideas, kind of bounce things off each other in a way that we haven't really gotten to do um, because there's just so much information (laughs) packed into every single class. Um, And I think it'll really help with the accountability piece of the puzzle too, because there are some people who kind of get overwhelmed by that halfway point and really need more handholding. And so this is intended to do just that. Yeah. And, you know, we've done a Slack channel as a non-social media chat forum, if you will, to try to keep this communal conversational element going. But on these off weeks in between the functional medicine classes for this new keto program, we're going to allow you to directly engage. So you can turn on your microphone, ask a question live. It's not going to be PowerPoint style. It's going to be organic conversational, whatever we fit in in an hour. Um, And I'm super excited to help you troubleshoot fasting or maybe uh, troubleshoot carb cycling. Uh, modify a recipe with substituted ingredients that are more nutrient dense and lower carb and so much more and just kind of hang out and keep it a little bit more organic than like that standard educational one-way direction of information so super stoked about this new model that means that with the 12 touch points um, we're only increasing the price by a hundred dollars so it's 399 dollars for three months of engaging in this program. So 12 direct touch points with Becky and myself, six deep dive classes that are about 75 minutes or longer in length, and then six one hour punchy Q&A organic fun hangout sessions to make it all come to life. Yes. All right. Um, So today and through the rest of this week, I think through next Monday, are we going to allow yes, that? Okay. Just for listeners. Yes, we were like, can we listeners. tell them Cyber Monday savings as that's today yeah. is $75 off this program. So you can actually participate in this 
for just shy of what the last year program was at. Um, so saving $75 on that $399 will be a huge value. And um, that actually will be an activated code all the way through this upcoming Saturday. So I don't have a date written down, but wherever we are at in the calendar, Becky will say in a minute, um, and you'll be able to save just live by purchasing at that time. So take advantage of that. And then also just to note, you get as an active live keto participant lab savings, which can be a huge value, upwards of $250 on our labs. And then having access to Becky and myself, we can guide you on where to start. Like maybe you need to start with the Labrix Neurohormone Panel, or maybe the MRT Inflammatory Food Panel, or maybe you need to do an advanced metabolic profile to understand what's going on with your liver and insulin levels, et cetera. Okay, so the Saturday after Cyber Monday is going to be December 2nd. So we'll okay. allow those savings. And it's actually not a code. It's just an automatic savings when you go over to our website. But we're keeping it kind of hush-hush that we left it open for you guys. So yes. Podcast listener exclusive. Yes. Only 100 spaces are available. I'm sure we will be sold out before the end of the year. And so if you're at all considering it, grab it now and take advantage of those savings at AllieMillerRD.com. All right. So y'all know we love leafy greens. Um, in fact, we have an entire podcast, um, number 317, called Getting In Your Greens that we put it out, I guess, just last year. Not yeah. that long ago. So, yeah, so that one covers the nutritional benefits of how to prepare greens. Uh, and we go deep dive into some of the unique nutrients in leafy greens, how to support digestive response if you have intolerance, uh, the importance of chewing or pre-blending, or if braising, adding lemon to support iron absorption, etc. cetera. Uh, that episode also has tons of of recipes and inspiration of ways to get your greens in daily. So we'll be sure to link episode 317 in the notes. Yes. So we kind of have this standard of two to three cups of leafy greens as just a foundational goal, you know, in our keto program for sure, pretty consistently across the board in clinic. That's one that I'm constantly checking up on. I'm like, where did your green smoothie go? That's yeah. where we fell off. And look, your digestion was so much better when you were doing that every single day, along with your chia seeds and what have you, um, because the benefits of, you know, volumetrics are there. So it's going to help with the sense of satiety, fullness. Um, we're getting fiber, we're getting that low calorie impact. And then there's also so many micronutrient benefits to greens. Yeah, for sure. So when we look at leafy greens, we think of phytocompounds and antioxidants and then vitamins and minerals. So in the world of phytocompounds, you know, these are different antioxidant substrates that can reduce oxidative stress or basically protect against free radicals in the body. Um, and leafy greens have various proven health benefits. Uh, leafy greens have many different phytocompounds. One of them is campferol. Campferol is anti-inflammatory. There's a lot of research in the world of oncology or cancer prevention because campferol can actually modulate apoptosis as well as angiogenesis. And angiogenesis is the ability of a cancer cell to bring blood flow to drive cancer growth. Um, and so if you have an anti-angiogenesis food like leafy greens, that can actually inhibit tumor activity or progression. Campferol is also been shown in studies to reduce 
um, metastasis or again, this growth of tumor activities in the body. So huge player there, uh, as well as anti-inflammatory. Quercetin is seen in leafy greens. We usually think of like onions and apples, but also rich in leafy greens. Um, this is really thought of as an antihistamine. Quercetin has also been shown to have the ability of blocking viral compounds. It actually had some key player activity with spike protein in the world of COVID and pandemic. Quercetin has been shown to also be anti-inflammatory and reduce swelling, as well as aiding in cardiometabolic health and supporting blood sugar control. Um, we know that there are 45 different flavonoids as an example in kale alone, naming one. Um, and so campferol and quercetin being two of these strategic compounds. Um, we'll also see a rich source of carotenoids. And what I like to mention about leafy greens is that just like as we see the leaves in fall changing color, greens have that potential of the entire spectrum of the rainbow, if you will. Um, and so we do get a wide array of these phyto compound properties. Yes. And we think about greens in terms of like a gut cleanse and, you know, digestive support, as I just mentioned as well. So not only does that soluble fiber help to broom out, kind of reset the colon, um, but there are actually prebiotics in greens that can support bacterial balance. And then there's this particular compound called sulfoquinovos that's found in greens that has antifungal properties. So it can combat dysbiosis and candida overgrowth while it supports growth of bifidobacteria. Pretty awesome there. And I think that that sulfoquinovos is specific to kale, uh, which I think kale is not in athletic greens. We can confirm that in a moment. Um, but also, you know, some of these compounds when dried in a powder, although it seems like that small amount can hold quite a pack of a punch. As you mentioned, Becky, you need actually the fiber to have any of these prebiotic functions. And sure. so you lose in the green powders, the fiber, and you would lose that prebiotic component as well. And so you don't get that dysbiosis regulation. Totally. Um, and then there are also vitamins and minerals in greens, which I think that's kind of the only recognized benefit in the mainstream, if you will. Yes. Yes. So when we think of the vitamins and minerals, we think of vitamin K as a big one. Um, we think of a little bit of vitamin A, as I mentioned from the carotenoids in there. Uh, magnesium is a huge driver of leafy green consumption as well as manganese folate. We often will say foliage for your folate. So there's that nature made form of folate in there. Uh, B vitamins, and then some amino acid compounds like tryptophan is one actually that we would see as a good one in leafy greens. So some antidepressant effects potentially or mood stability. Uh, we see vitamin C, of course, in any form of produce. Uh, calcium would be another mineral of focus as well as selenium. And then some will even have iodine and chromium to name a few. Okay. Um, so pretty cool stuff. Um, we know there are benefits for sure to greens, but let's talk about just green powders like wheatgrass. I feel like there's always like a trendy one, but AG1 has really like yeah. taken it next level. Um, I remember the like E3 live back when I used to do the smoothie and juice thing. That was one of our big, like I still think it's the best yeah. option. Okay. So that's okay. what I have. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I mean, it's interesting when you look up the benefits of wheatgrass versus leafy greens, the biggest thing that you'll see, and it's such a faux pas is that it's more protein rich and you're like, well, that's but not... it's like not protein. No. 
<laughs> and no. it's definitely not bioavailable. You want to get your protein from your grass-fed whey and from your biological sources like your meats and your eggs and your yogurt. Don't lean into greens, even cups of greens as your protein source. That would be a poor choice. Um, and so, you know, when we look at comparison in the nutritional profiles, we actually see that spinach has twice the chlorophyll content when compared to wheatgrass. It's much higher in calcium, magnesium, potassium, and vitamin C. Um, it has, we have, we get alkaline effects to some level from all greens, as far as supporting the body in an anti-inflammatory way. Um, watercress and beet greens would definitely be superior to wheatgrass as well. When we look at the chemical composition and nutrient density, um, we're going to get a lot more antioxidant. And um, then we could even consider more locally grown microgreens, which have been said to have about 40 times more nutrients compared to the mature counterparts. So like microgreens of broccoli sprout, let's say for instance, or we can see these in the world of herbs. All greens in general, again, are gonna have some of these nutrients that I mentioned, the vitamin C, the variety of minerals, but we do see the spinach, the watercress, the beet greens, all to be actually nutritionally superior to the wheatgrass. And that's not to mention then that they have that binding fiber. Now, if you wanted to soup up your smoothie to have a concentration of greens, that's where I would lean into the E3 Live, which actually has a lot more published literature behind it. Um, E3 Live is a blue-green algae. Um, it's harvested under the highest standards and it is certified organic. Um, and it has been said to be consumed by indigenous people for thousands of years. Uh, highly nutrient dense, um, has over 65 different nutrients that are easily absorbed in the body. So adding maybe potentially blue-green algae into your super green cubes could be a strategy that I could get on board with as like a concentrate. And I would lean into that much more than I would like a wheatgrass. Sure. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, you're reminding me of like when I used to have to source the flats of wheatgrass and then like right? juice it in this macerating grinder juicer. And most people aren't doing something like that at home either. Um, and that's not. where the, the convenience factor of these green powders sounds great. Right. Uh, but let's, let's dive into it a little bit more and let's specifically talk now about athletic greens because like you said every influencer under the sun and joe rogan has ads on his yep. podcast and everybody's talking about it yeah i mean so big picture first um always 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 in the world of health formulas and products be mindful of sexy language of buzzwords like right now the buzzwords are adaptogens medicinal herbs or mushroom complexes um, and when we're seeing some of these buzzwords uh, antioxidant anti-inflammatory um, and they're tied with a proprietary formula this is often a concern so we will in a moment unpack the proprietary formulas in ag1 and talk about you know how these ingredients are listed by weight so if you're actually looking for clinical effects like if you're looking to support your gut health or you're actually looking to reduce oxidative stress and enhance antioxidant status or to have an adaptogenic impact of ginseng or cordyceps we need to know are you getting a dose or a concentrated amount of that compound to actually yield 
clinical efficacy. Um, and I don't see that to be the case. And we'll unpack that when we look at, for instance, the green section, which leads um, with lecithin as the second ingredient and apple as the following. Um, and then Wait, those aren't greens. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. And then in the herbs and antioxidant section, we'll see that leading with pea protein isolate, which is not an herb or an antioxidant uh-huh. and definitely not impressive. And something I'll say off the cuff already in the world of athletic greens is that it's also not a certified organic product, okay. which is surprising with the $90 a month price right. point. Um, and so, you know, that's where I would go for something again, like the E3 live, if I'm looking for a boost of something unique, like algae that I'm not eating in the diet, Mm -hmm. um, to get that clean energy antioxidant boost. Um, and as you mentioned, Becky, I think another big area of focus is that it's not as complete as a standard multivitamin, especially as a quality multivitamins such as the ones that we have in the naturally nourished line um so that's an area that we'll unpack as well and um you know finally cons i would say so not organic not even 100 percent natural um, has stevia in it has a lot of binders fillers and additives and it's all that in a tiny amount of powder so what are you actually getting to have efficacy sure Okay, so first thing I want to hit on here is we are constantly having clients either say, oh, I stopped taking my multi and my vitamin C because I'm taking athletic greens now, or I stopped taking my my B complex and my common clear because look, this has adaptogens in it. (laughs) Um, But it cannot really replace a standard multivitamin based on the amount of some of the nutrients in it. Right. So at a glance, especially like a novice, if we're, if we're not familiar with looking at like dosage and such at a glance, you know, one thing that AG1 is winning with is the methylated B vitamins. So they do have methylated form of folate, for instance. But if we look at that methylated form of folate, you're getting 680 micrograms, um, which we would have in our multi-defense, um, double that amount. We have 10 times the amount of methylated B12 in our multi-defense. Um, and so again, I think that they have smart marketers that are like, oh, the people that have some know what to do in the wellness field know that they're supposed to look for methylated B vitamins. So they definitely went through the process of adding in methylated B vitamins. But again, the dosage is substantially lower than we would see in even our multi-defense, which is even lower than what we'd have in our multi-velmama, for instance. Sure. And especially for, you know, pregnant or breastfeeding women, we'd really want to watch that folate, make sure that we're getting enough. So that is not a sufficient dose of folate. No way. And then, you know, some of their minerals are also in some of these chelates or some of these more ideal forms, but not all are chelated. Um, So when we look at the multi-defense, we have a more bioavailable form of zinc, um, also, we when we look at vitamin A in any form of a supplement, um, this has just beta carotene, which is actually a water soluble. This is the type of vitamin A that's in a leafy green, mm-hmm. so fine to get that in a whole food. But I would never supplement with a form of vitamin A that is just carotene based or carotenoid based. 
Um, and so this is just beta carotene. When you look at multi-defense, we're gonna see a mix of vitamin A. So we're gonna see mixed carotenoids and retinal acetate. So you're actually getting the bioavailable animal-based form of vitamin A that's fat-soluble in addition to that water-soluble. You're getting 3,000 micrograms also, mind you, compared to their 555 micrograms of an inferior form. I mean, so that's right there, six times the potency and in a better distribution of two different forms. I mean, we could pretty much break down every single mineral and vitamin on here and show that most of their vitamin offerings are 40% or so of what we should actually get in a dosage of a quality multivitamin. So that itself sings true. So can't replace your multi is the first big point, yes. right? Yes. Um, and then especially if we're looking at, like you mentioned, bio C plus, mm -hmm. especially if we're looking at someone taking a targeted supplement for a need. So let's say that someone's taking vitamin C for immune health, or they're taking vitamin C to aid in cortisol metabolism or to aid in the neurotransmitters of the adrenals, like the metabolism of norepinephrine, epinephrine, and dopamine. Vitamin C would need to be provided in a level that actually has, again, clinical efficacy. If we're looking for vitamin C to support progesterone levels, for instance, right? We're typically saying that you need around 750 milligrams of vitamin C and you're only getting 420 in this blend. Um, that's in this, this scoop that's provided in the AG1 as opposed to the 600 milligrams per capsule of Bio C Plus. Not to mention again that our Bio C Plus is not just ascorbic acid as the form that they have in AG1. We're actually using that acerola cherry. Um, again, more bioavailable, more antioxidant capacity, and definitely potency would have a big impact there. Okay, so can't replace your vitamin C either. And especially in times of increased need, we might be going to one, two, even three grams, right? That would yeah. be a thousand milligrams, 2000 milligrams, 3000 milligrams. Mm -hmm. and, and you're not going to like add extra scoops of your AG1 to hit right. that because that would be <laughs> intolerable probably and really expensive. And we'll talk about why it would be intolerable in a moment when we talk about some of the gut disturbing ingredients, sure. because yeah. you definitely, it would be self-limiting yep. because of some of the ingredients in there. Yep. Um, let's break down some of the proprietary formulas. Um, and this is, I would say probably my biggest argument of why I would say AG1 does not seem worth the hype. Um, because these proprietary formulas are pretty, for lack of a better word, bunk. Um, so there's two different sections here. Um, and when you look at the top section, it's called alkaline nutrient dense raw superfood complex. Wow. And when I was researching, I know, ooh, shiny objects. Lots of buzzwords there. Yes. And so when I was researching like wheatgrass and green powders, the kind of thing I kept seeing is that you need 7,000 milligrams. So again, someone on their marketing team knows what's up. Um, you need 7,000 milligrams of like a super green powder for it to have any form of efficacy or like cellular protection. But they're speaking to 7,000 milligrams of a green powder, not a proprietary blend that has some green powders in it, if that makes sense, right? Um, and so when you look at their 7,388 milligrams of this alkaline nutrient-dense raw superfood complex, it opens with spirulina, okay? So they're trying to be like that E3 live a little bit. Um, but then the second ingredient is lecithin. Um, and there's argument of whether lecithin can be supportive. You know, there's some research for sure with lecithin with like breastfeeding and mm -hmm. mastitis. 
um, lecithin in some space as far as neurological potential support. It is derived from soy for sure. And when you put lecithin as a second ingredient in a proprietary list, it's a filler um, because this is a heavier, larger molecule, okay? And so it's, that's pretty big, I think, faux pas to not lead with the first five ingredients being different types of greens, right. which is what I would have anticipated seeing. Athletic greens. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So lecithin is the second ingredient. What's more disappointing is the third ingredient is organic apple powder. So basically fructose. The fourth ingredient is inulin, which they don't note the source of that inulin. Um, so that then they say in, in parentheses, FOS pro, uh, prebiotic, which yes, inulin does feed gut bacteria. But also if the gut is off, you're no longer getting prebiotic fibers from the leafy greens that actually regulate dysbiosis. Inulin's going to feed anything. Right. So inulin would continue to feed your candied overgrowth or your dysbiosis, not have that discernment like we would see in actual consumption of leafy greens. So I think a big call out there for sure. Then we see organic wheatgrass juice powder, which I would have anticipated seeing that second versus fifth. And then um, we go into some other greens. So we have the alfalfa, the chlorella, um, and, and then it's kind of a blend of different superfoods. So we'll see things like papaya in here. We'll see also some pineapple fruit concentrate, beetroot powder, rose hips, spinach leaf powder, cacao bean, etc. Gingers in there, uh, slippery elm. But again, when we're getting this far down the rabbit hole, um, remember proprietary lineups are going to be by weight. Um, and so, you know, that lecithin and apple powder and inulin as two, three, and four, not ideal for a superfood green blend. Okay. So not very green. Yeah. Athletic. Greens. And then again, as you get to the bottom of that, it's like, is that just lip service right. type of stuff? Sure. Yeah. No idea how much of any of those things are in it. Yes. Um, then we have the nutrient dense extracts or herbs and antioxidants. And the first ingredient here, so this is 2,732 milligrams. Um, and the first ingredient here is alkaline pea protein isolate. And note, it's not an organic pea protein isolate. So that's concerning for me for sure as far as source. It follows with a citrus bioflavonoid extract, but unlike our bio C plus, which will tell you per capsule, you get 100 milligrams of the bioflavonoids that are standardized to have 50% hesperidin. We're not getting that kind of information by any means. Um, we're seeing some uh, herbs in here that could support detox like the artichoke leaf extract, um, they actually list citric acid then as an ingredient under the herbs and antioxidants, which is interesting. Um, then they do have some adaptogens like rhodiola, erythro. Um, but again, is there actually a, a presence? And usually when we're using these compounds, we're looking for dosages of like 300 or more milligrams per capsule and probably taking multiple throughout the day. Um, and so once you start to see things like CoQ10 thrown in here at the back, which is like a fat soluble molecule and doesn't even belong on the list, mm -hmm. um, we're seeing things like hawthorn berry extract. Um, again, my concern is just like, what are you actually getting? And honestly, it could be 70% pea protein as the majority of the makeup. And then we're just looking at really a distribution of like 400, 500 milligrams of all of these other remaining ingredients, which really means not effective doses that are going to have potency. 
Okay, and then what's this digestive enzyme and does it say super mushroom <laughs> complex? Yeah, so it's really interesting. This one opens with astrologus, which we're fans of astrologus. We actually use that in our elderberry plus immune formula. Again, noting the milligrams on the label. Uh, but this starts with the astrologus extract and then it has bromelain, which we think of more of a tissue enzyme. Um, we think of this as a proteolytic enzyme that would help with tissue inflammation, not digestion. Um, and there's burdock root powder and then reishi mushroom and shiitake mushroom. Again, all of those could be okay, but this is a complex of only 154 milligrams. And, you know, when we're looking at any of these compounds of these mushroom extracts, we're always giving you a minimum 100 milligrams of each type of mushroom, like again, in our elderberry plus. Okay. And then dairy-free probiotics here. What's that? Yeah. So the big thing when we're looking at a probiotic is also understanding what is the uh, strain ID and has that strain been proven to have clinical efficacy in humans? So, you know, the lactobacillus is the genius, the acidophilus is the species, and then the UALAO1 is the strain of bacteria. This is not super highly researched. I was digging into PubMed and trying to find clinical efficacy. If I'm putting my money into a probiotic, especially a lactobacillus acidophilus strain, I'm going to choose the NCFM. This is the most clinically researched strain on the market. It is the type of lactoacidophilus that we include in all of our probiotics, exception of the women's flora. Um, and that's because it's been shown the most clinical efficacy in humans. Um, and this can be anything from bloating and bowel regulation to less digestive stress or pain, to flattening the abdomen, to enhancing immune function, to supporting mood and mental health, and so much more. Um, so again, this UALAO1 is not one that's really well researched, especially as far as human studies and none with double blind placebo control. And then what's worse is whether or not that probiotic is good and or works at all, the AG1 is giving you known gut irritants in the form of inulin, this pea protein isolate, which sounds like a bunch of farts, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> and then the stevia, which is non-caloric sweetener that's gonna be messing with your gut microbiome. And then we've got natural flavors listed, of course, and no yes. idea where they came from. Yes. Um, and because, like you said, it's not an organic or even is it non-GMO? Did they list that? Um, we don't know where they're sourcing, you know, natural flavors from. We don't know if that right. pea protein is organic. We don't know where that inulin um, well, came from. Well, it's not organic. It's not noted. acid. Right, right. Because they did go out of their way to, na to name the organic apple. You're right. Um, so um, say, if, if it's organic, they're going to put the money mm -hmm. where it goes with the words. Um, I do believe, though, their website says non-GMO. Okay. Um, and before we move on to sourcing, because I think that's a positive, um, well, some sense positive, but maybe not as far as production positive um, for AG1, I just want to call out, we had done that comparison of our multi-avail, which is the naturally nourished baseline multivitamin. So we have multi-defense, multi excuse me, I think I called it multi-avail, which is our multi-avail mama. That's our prenatal. Our multi-defense is our baseline multivitamin in the naturally nourished line. And the multi-defense 
comes with or without iron. So generally we say without iron for men unless anemic and um, with iron for women because of their monthly menstrual cycle, um, that blood loss, we need that iron repletion. We would also consider the multi-defense with iron for vegetarians or vegans um, and anyone that's had a history of anemia. And then once women are uh, going to be fully in menopause and not having that monthly menstrual cycle, they can shift to the multi-defense without iron. Um, but I will note that what's unique about our multi-defense is it is a quality multivitamin with the bioavailable methylated B vitamins, chelated minerals, all at efficacy and dosage to actually support metabolic health, have an influence on our physiological function. But it is a two-in-one supplement that has your daily multivitamin with a phytonutrient blend of antioxidants. And yes, this is one of the only supplements in the Naturally Nourished line that is a proprietary phytonutrient blend. So I wanted to call this out so that it doesn't sound incongruent to my messaging. And I will note that when you look at the proprietary phytonutrient blend of what's in multi-defense, that all of them are effective ingredients. So I just want to kind of name off some of these and just call out that you're not going to see fillers. <laughs> you're not going to see inulin in here. You're not going to see um, pea isolate as a phytonutrient blend. We're going to see citrus bioflavonoids, green coffee bean extract, pomegranate, uh, whole fruit extract. We're going to see, and then we even note the amount of galeic acid equivalents extracted from that and the standardization. Uh, grape seed extract, we're looking at blueberry fruit extract uh, with the polyphenols and anthocyanin percentage noted in there. We're adding in green tea extract, bitter melon fruit extract, prune skin extract, watercress aerial parts, Chinese cinnamon bark powder, Indian uh, Arabic tree bark, heartwood extract, rosemary extract, and artichoke leaf extract. All of these note the standardization. All of these are functional nutrients Not and yes, fillers. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I just want to call that out. We very rarely will use a proprietary blend in this formula. We did because we wanted to fit all that goodness in there. And yes, it is a phytonutrient blend, but no fillers and additives. Yep. Not leading with pea protein. Yes. That's, that's yes. the key here. Right. Okay. Got it. Okay. So I will note that AG1 says they source from New Zealand grasses, um, which is actually one of the best, most consistent sources and where we get our grass-fed whey and our collagen as the grasses are really clean, pesticide-free, and that's difficult to find in the United States. Um, but with that said, you know, eating local is important too. Yes. And I would add that the AG1 is manufactured in New Zealand. So when you're voting with your dollar, you know, all of the naturally nourished supplements are manufactured in the United States of America. Um, and so that's something I would say that would probably be a negative for those of you that are looking to support the U.S. or, you know, more quote unquote local businesses for sure. But yes, New, New Zealand grasses are good, but we just prefer to have the ruminant byproducts and we keep our greens to local sustainable sources for sure. Um, and so, you know, if you're getting greens in your garden, kale, chard, like all of the seasonal wonders and, and mm -hmm. whatnot um, can be brought into and brought together in a green smoothie, which we'll get to in a moment. Yes. Um, I just want to call out really quickly our sponsor for this episode, which is a 
powder product that we can actually get behind mm-hmm. Noble Origins. Yes. So Noble Origins also sources from New Zealand, uh, but they manufacture in the U.S., um, and they're using high-quality beef organs from New Zealand source grass-fed beef. So combination of beef liver, heart, kidney, pancreas, and spleen. And their goal is to provide nose-to-tail nutrition to the masses. So Noble Origins provides the Noble Organs Complex. It's probably, you've seen it on my Instagram a couple times, the red bag that I'm scooping into smoothies. Um, This teaspoon once a day can be a really great way to add nose to tail nutrition to all household members. Um, And this is also a way to get really highly available B vitamins, you know, more bioavailable than we would see even in our leafy greens from our garden. Um, Also more mineral density than you can get from any green powder on the market. Um, So this is a really great way to get that biological influence. Um, Also no additives, no binders or fillers. It's just powdered organs that you can add into your smoothie. And that would actually be an essential ingredient in my homemade green smoothie that I could make that could be superior to athletic greens and also have a less offensive price point on the monthly level. So you can go over to nobleorigins.com slash discount slash AllieMillerRD or use the code AllieMillerRD at checkout at nobleorigins.com and you could play with these organ complex blends into anything savory or your daily green smoothie. All right, let's talk about your better than AG1 smoothie. Yes. So it starts with a green cube, which I've been a huge fan of. Um, I have not wasted. I feel like this is a huge accomplishment. I don't know why it's taken me this long to figure it out. Having chickens has helped with waste of produce, but prior to chickens, I always had those sad, depressing salad tubs that would just shame me as they would wilt (laughs) in my refrigerator. And that has not happened since I've come up with this ritual of a green cube. What also is really cool is it's a great way to pack in nutrient density at convenience. And so when I'm doing a super green cube, I'm gonna add in things like the beet greens. I'm gonna add in the spinach, which is richer in chlorophyll. I'm gonna add in broccoli sprouts. So I'm getting the 40 times of the nutrient density of the greens themselves. I'm gonna add in lacinato kale, collards, chard, literally packing the blender, always adding some form of sprouts and then like two or three different types of greens, packing that Vitamix with like 12 cups plus of leafy green in there, adding just enough water to blend and then pour into large ice cubes. So I use the um, silicone ice cube tray. We can put it in the um, summary notes, um, which is like used in like bourbon cocktails, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, And then each cube is going to pack in actually, believe it or not, your daily two to three cups of leafy greens, which is pretty groovy way to get everything in. I do these once a week and then I just have a cube I throw right in the blender. And if doing a low carb green smoothie, it's great because we always think of leaning into like frozen fruit as our cold element or the creamy element. So these cubes also help with that creaminess actually because they've set that different texture. Love it. Okay, so we start with one of those or your three cups of of leafy greens Mm -hmm. uh, if you haven't pre-made those cues, but I think it's a great hack for sure. Yep, then Uh, a nourishing liquid. mm -hmm. So we're looking at like a half cup of full-fat coconut milk. This would provide us medium-chain triglycerides, some monolaurin for some antiviral support, um, also some metabolic boost with those MCTs. 
Could use also, if I have for my farm share, raw dairy milk, which would be absolutely appropriate and give us a boost of immunoglobulins, as well as, of course, calcium, um, phosphorus, and other important minerals that we're going to get. We'll get some probiotic in the raw milk as well. So either of those would be my two bases that I would exchange. And then um, beyond that super green cube or the three cups of greens you're punching in your blender, I've been leaning into a half of a frozen banana. Um, I'll often use otherwise a half cup of frozen mango, but I find when I'm doing a super green smoothie and packing in a bunch of other stuff, that banana just tends to work best for keeping the flavor profile more neutral. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to play with my next super green cube doing the E3 Live in there as well, because why not? One less bottle to kind of throw in the mix. Um, so we got a half frozen banana, then I'm going to be working with powders. So I've played with batching these up as well. And, and these can go in ball jars the same day that you blend your greens, where you do a teaspoon of the noble origins, organ complex, a teaspoon of maca. So you're actually getting five, uh, one gram, actually a thousand milligrams of maca as an adaptogen versus a 154 milligram complex that mm. has pea protein or whatever, right? Um, so getting maca as a teaspoon in there for an adaptogen for fertility and hormone balance. Um, we're getting, oh, I'm sorry, it's 3,000 milligrams in a teaspoon. So you're actually getting three full grams of maca there. I'm going to throw in a tablespoon of chia and a tablespoon of ground flax each. And then there's a whole world of opportunity. Once we add a nut butter, I like to do this for creamy mouthfeel. Um, I like almond butter. I think it blends really well, but could be cashew butter. It could throw in maybe five walnuts instead if desired. Um, and then I add my powders from the Naturally Nourished line of the non-denatured grass-fed whey and the pure collagen. So a scoop of each of those, but first I blend my smoothie base to get it all homogenous, adding those powders at the end. And this is a base, right? You could add bee pollen for immune and antioxidant boost. You could add cacao powder or matcha if you wanted some caffeine and the green tea EGCG. Acai berry powder could be added in um, or mixed into your green cube if desired. You could even open a complex of adaptogen boost, but I would recommend just taking the capsule if you want adaptogen support beyond that maca uh, because you know, you're going to get that delivered just more consistently and not lose any of the expense of the nutrients on the sides of your blender or sure. what have you. Yep. Yep, but not alter the flavor profile too much. Although we used the Adaptogen Boost um, in like a cold brew coffee mm -hmm. smoothie very easily. It was delicious. Yep, yep. It kind of has just like a nutty flavor profile. Mm -hmm. yep. So definitely could work. Same with the BioC Plus. Those capsules work really well with food deliveries. Again, if you wanted to add that citrus bioflavonoid blend and the acerola cherry, could just take it orally totally. as well. Yep. So I know that this sounds like a lot of steps, but what I love about doing this homemade option is we're being more of a locavore. We're putting more dollars into our local community at our farmer's market. We have more direct control of flavor profile and as well as satiety and calorie density. So this can actually hold us over and balance our blood sugar levels, adding biological protein in addition to the super green complex. And bang for buck, when you do just the shift of the super green cube, if you just want to start there, you're going to get a higher ORAC score with that than a packet of the Athletic Greens, just now in knowing and unpacking the proprietary blends that they have. Yes, and this counts as a meal, not just a beverage that you have to 
choke down, I'm assuming. Right. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Yeah. I mean, again, you could just do, if you wanted, the green cube and just blend it with water. And that could be your daily ritual sure. if you want yeah, to. Yeah. Yep. Um, but again, I, I think that this is a great delivery to get the naturally nourished grass-fed whey and the collagen as well. Um, and then, you know, holds you over satiety-wise. And even though you're pre-blending those greens, you're still getting all of the prebiotic gut-supportive elements and none of those gut stressors. If you need a little sweet, there's no stevia. You're getting that from that half banana or if you wanted to add raw honey, etc. All right, so there you have it, our take on athletic greens. Um, feel free to send this episode to someone who maybe is on athletic greens or is telling you all about it um, just for a little bit more breakdown of what's actually going on in this kind of too-good-to-be-true powder. Yeah, and maybe you can save that $90 a month and roll it into our 12-week food is medicine keto class, double savings if you purchase your spot up until December 2nd and save $75. I mean, shoot, <laughs> that's such an amazing investment in your metabolic health and whole body health, and you would actually see symptom changes, clinical efficacy, and really be investing in your body with interventions that will make an impact. Thank you for listening to the Naturally Nourished Podcast. Visit our blog at AllieMillerRD.com for recipes, wellness tips, and food as medicine meal plans. Connect with Allie and Becky at AllieMillerRD on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Until next time, stay nourished and be well.